Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles podcast is starting real soon. Ah. <laughs> Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Puddle Boy, a.k.a. Poop Hands, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Tickle Cock, a.k.a. Garbage Face, a.k.a. Mice, a.k.a. a.k.a. Gosh, am I happy for this show. I mean, this woman, her and her friend, I mean, really jump-started my career. I went from a nobody to one of the most famous influencers in the world because of this podcast, Girls Gotta Eat. And I am so happy to have a fellow Jew. We don't usually have him on the show, but I made an exception. Ladies and gentlemen, the great, the wonderful, the five-foot assassin, Raina Greenberg. How you doing? I'm great. That was quite an intro. Thank you. I worked for on that. For yourself, not even for me, though. <laughs> How long did it take you to write that whole list of names? Who gave you all those names? Just over the years. It just came about. Who calls you Dry Deck? That was a, oh, they're all self-named. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten... I, I was called Ace in high school by the girls, but not because of like any sexual prowess or anything. Because you were like, good at school, you got A's? No. <laughs> I was pretty dumb. Nobody could remember your name. That's why. They're like, hey, <laughs> Ace. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um... Uh, uh, eyebrows, uh, Jew head, uh, weird thumbs. Oh, eight ace. That's kind of what it was. Was go down, and I'd be like, oh yeah, cool. They, they call me. They call me the Jew assassin, just like you guessed. Did they really? Yeah, because I was just slaying boys. Did you have a lot of Jews in your school? Tons of Jews. Really? Yeah, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I grew up in like a pretty Jewish neighborhood. Um, it's called Squirrel Hill. <laughs> you never think about the name of the place you grew up in until like you're out of there, and then you're like Squirrel Hill. Yeah, it has a nice ring to it. Not really though. Sounds um, like just a dirty animal. But, it does. So you grew up there your whole life? Same town? Same town. Born and raised. Born and raised Squirrel Hill. So you had friends from like really early on, like grade school, like I first friends? grade. friends? No, no, no. I feel like no, I no, but Did you have friends early on? I, but I left schools. I'm saying you like stayed like the public school you went to, you stayed with those same people from like first through 12th grade? No. So I, for K through eight, I went to like a Jewish private school and all my friends <laughs> all were Jews. like, all, not only just Jewish, just like, <sighs> I developed really young. I got like boobs, clearly. <laughs> these, these, I love that we're talking about religion overnight. and you're like, and my tits. <laughs> Let me tell you about my tits. And eighth, okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Tell us about the tatas. I'm glad that we've come here. It only took three minutes to get to my tits. Uh, I developed boobs really early. Like how early? Like I was 12 years old, maybe 11. And you had those at 12. I mean, they weren't. Were you the big. same height? Because you're only five feet. I can't imagine you were any like shorter. I maxed out at 11. I think I was five no. feet tall at 11. So did people think you were going to be like? A Victoria's Secret model? I mean, you had giant cans. You were probably pretty tall, like, early on. Yeah, aren't I a Victoria's Secret model? Yeah, yeah, but just like a mini one, like a yeah. mini car. Yeah, like, it's they all let like... people with, like, a little bit of chunk in. <laughs> you don't have chunk all but over. But anyway, so K through <laughs> I caught that. Just on the back of my thighs, on my stomach, You can't hat, see it unless it it's in the light or dark. I shaved for this podcast. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah, no mustache. Huh? Everything. From everything? the nose down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. So talking about third, so you're 11 and now so you have a shaved pussy and huge tits. Is this why you just came on? You don't promote it enough on yours? Jesus Christ. Okay, so you got great co- uh, cock. <laughs> great cock. You got a great cock in 11th grade. So you're 12 years old. You got giant tits. Yeah. That's got to be tough. It really does. I think it actually sounds like funny, but it really affected me, like the way that I grew up, because like, first of all, you're very insecure about your body because boys are constantly saying stuff to you and you're like not ready for that kind of attention. So like you have these giant boobs and you're like, you look like a woman, but you're a baby, you know? So like men are hitting on you and like I wore baggy clothes and I hunched, but like you're like really over-sexualized as a kid and like boys think you're like a slut and like everybody thinks they could like finger you and it really like affected me very deeply at a young age okay, everybody's like all 12 so you're of your 12, listeners what would they what would they say to you like, mostly like boys just like think you're slutty 
you tried to Billie Eilish it as a kid, trying like real baggy clothes, and you know she wears like a ton of layers. I don't know why I know that about an eighteen-year-old, but whatever. Because she's the best. Who wouldn't want to know her? She's like such a fantasy girl. Yeah, she really is. So wait, so you're twelve? You got these giant tatas. Yeah. Who's trying to finger you? The older guys at this point? Probably the whole school. The whole all school. All the other eighth All the Jews. Yeah. And then I got to high school and I decided I was like cooler than all those girls. Those girls like wanted to like get A's and like compete in sports and be like the president of every club. And I was like, I'm too cool for this. I'm, like, yeah, you got cool D's. I have boobs. <laughs> you got triple D's. And uh, so I rejected all those girls. I became a cheerleader. And now all those girls are like doctors and lawyers. And I tell dick jokes for a living. Okay. Yeah. You skipped a lot. Okay. So you're in high school. Okay. You got your big tits. Yeah. You left Jewish school. I left Jewish school. Did you feel more comfortable being around a bunch of Jews? <laughs> you really stuck on this Jew thing. Because I grew up with all Christians. Oh, you did? Yeah, and then I would go to Jewish sports camp, and it was, like, very different. And then I went to Tulane, which was all Jews. I'm just saying, like, did you feel part of something, and then when you went to public school, did you feel like an outlier, or there were... Or did you like did being around all like the same people? I don't think that I was aware of either of those things. I don't think that I was aware that I was a part of a small community back then. Mm. And then I don't think that I was aware that I wasn't a part of a community anymore. Um, it's like where I grew up, like people kind of have like a lot of money. It's a little elitist. I think that like, you know, it's sort of like almost a relief going to public school because like all my friends had like nannies and luxury cars and we didn't have those things. So like my parents were divorced. We didn't have like cleaning ladies and things like that. We just didn't have those things. So I think it was almost a relief to go to a public school. And I was like, oh, people just have like normal lives here. Oh, got you. Got yeah. you. So it was more of a class thing than a religion thing. Yeah. I'm pretty low class. So then when you went, yeah, you're very low class. I mean, you're five feet. Um, so when you, uh, went to high school and all these new people, so then you almost had like a new start freshman year. Mm -hmm. you, so are you like taking off the layers, showing the goods? Like, Hey, tits, I really, I, you know, I know I hit them for six years, but no. Oh my gosh. No, not until like today. Today the first, the first time I took off my layers. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and shaved. No, I was like a pretty nice girl in high school. Like I didn't hook up with a lot of boys. When did you lose your virginity? I was 16. How did that happen? Um, his name was Joe Durkis. Oh my, Joe Dirk. <laughs> and, uh, Joe Durkis. Yeah. He, so how? What happened? He was Let's my hear the story. Over the summer. Okay. And uh, what summer? Going into senior year. Okay, so you waited. I waited a while. Yeah, and um, it was really magical. Basically, he pressured me into it. He asked enough times that I said okay. Were and you boyfriend I, girlfriend at this point? Uh, he probably led me to believe that we were. Now, why was it a summer fling? Did he have like a cool car? Like he did what, have a cool car. What kind of car? He had an Explorer. Of course, yeah, two door he had a or big four door. Silver Explorer. Yeah, I had an Explorer, two door. He used to pick me up and play Leonard Skinner in the car, Free Bird. We <laughs> travel God, I love that guitar solo. Did you fuck to that? That's a long song to fuck to. I don't think that I learned that you could fuck to music until like last week either. Really, I felt like as a kid, it was all about hooking up. You got to put music on so you don't hear the. Mm. Oh, maybe mm. I'm not that wet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was my just my mouth. What's your sex playlist? Uh, I had sex to Dave Matthews recently, old school. Put on a hemp necklace and got down to business. Did you like purposely pick Dave Matthews? Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's like a fun rhythm too. It's pretty good rhythm, and I like to hear Dave's voice. It makes me harder. <laughs> I actually like cry. An old man's voice I, to I get cried me hard. at a Dave Matthews concert <laughs> during like um, while you're having sex. Uh, no, maybe you know what? It wasn't Dave Matthews. It was Coldplay. I cried at. Oh yeah, for my sure. grandpa just died, mm -hmm. and uh, we we're at Coldplay, and, or maybe it was Dave. I don't know, one or the other. And I like blamed it on my grandpa dying, but really, it was just it's really into the music. You know, <laughs> my buddy was like, "Are you fucking crying, you little bitch?" Like, my I was like, died. "My grandpa died." Was he even dead? No, <laughs> he was at the concert. He was right next to me. <laughs> I was on his shoulders. <laughs> I'm not a big like fuck to music person. I actually didn't know that it was such a big thing until really until I started Girls Gotta Eat and so many people would talk about their sex playlist. And I was actually having sex with this guy pretty recently and he like stopped. He was like right on top of me ready to penetrate me and he stopped and like put on his sex penetrate playlist. sounds so naughty. <laughs> He's ready to penetrate me. Like, he was like right in the opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ready to go fracking in there. And so he paused and put on his sex playlist what was his playlist I, it was like probably like it was like slow jams oh. i was really not into it what like frank ocean or something i don't remember i was pretty drunk that seems like a lot of your stories i was pretty drunk yeah it's a lot it's most people's stories the only time you ever what good stories like so there's this afternoon i wasn't drinking i guess that's all of your stories yeah well lately i mean sorry i'm sober and i've had a lot of issues <laughs> sounds boring 
It is boring. I didn't drink. Um, well, actually, I haven't drank today. Can we go back to your virginity? Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're in his Explorer. Uh-huh. He, did he put on a playlist? What was he? A uh, Leonard Skinner. I lost my virginity during a party at my parents' house. Okay, so parents are out of town. I'm 16. There's like 12 kegs and like you're going to senior year as a 16 or you're 17. I just turned 17. I guess okay. I turned 17 June right before my. Senior. I'm not trying to like detective you. Like, oh, you were 17. You caught me. I did catch you. Uh, I was like, there's no way she skipped a grade. This dumb me? Idiot. No, I should go back to school immediately. People are always people always say that I'm the dumb one on the podcast. I I could see that. Yeah. No, I think you're you are the more street smart. Like you've been around a I'm little more bit hood. more. Yeah, you're more hood. Like you yeah, you're more of like from the streets. Yeah, she's That's the me. book smart, you're street smart. Like you can't read and stuff. But she can. And she's taller and she's more educated. But she doesn't know how the streets work. But she doesn't have the streets. <laughs> She, hasn't, she didn't grow up on the streets of Pittsburgh <laughs> where everyone had fancy BMWs. Yeah, I drank Mickey's Ice 40s from the age of six on. Did you really? Yeah, it's in the breast milk in Pittsburgh. Okay, so you're at your friend's, you're at your parents' house. They're in a huge party. There's like 80 underage kids and like six kegs downstairs. Oh, God. And he- These parties always start like, hey, it's going to be like 15 people. It's going to be Rachel. I, make it, I made a list. Rachel- Jennifer, you each could bring two guys, and then Stephanie, and then next thing you know, there's fucking six kegs. It's oh, out absolutely. of control. You can't control it. You have to like, call the cops on your own house. <laughs> While getting fucked. <laughs> wait, before you penetrate me, let me call the cops. So wait, so then, so now there's 80 people. There's like a million kids downstairs. I'm in my room hooking up with my sort of boyfriend. Are you trying to keep control of the party at all? I think I had lost control long ago. If I'm in my own bedroom losing my virginity at my own party, I think that I've lost control of the party. So then, so how long did it last? What? I don't remember. Probably not long. I bled everywhere. Tons of blood. Um, it was not special. There was not music. He was not gentle. Um, and it's the biggest penis I have ever had sex with. Your first one was the biggest one. Yes, and I know this because we had sex for like a decade after that, just on and off. Every time I was like out of a relationship or in a relationship, you know. Uh, he, it was like getting fucked with somebody's thigh. It was crazy. You got to start with a little penis, I think. I That's only not. want a little penis. Interesting. A medium-sized dick. Okay. I want like a like a boyfriend-sized dick. What's a boyfriend-sized dick? Like the kind that doesn't like rip open your insides okay. every time you have sex. Because like I want, I'm a pretty sexual person. I like to have sex like once or twice a day. Oh, like so once. if you have sex with a big dick guy, you're going to have to take a few days off? Absolutely. Interesting. I get like torn up on the insides. You could fuck me 50 times a day. You, you'd be personally? Fine. <laughs> You got that good lube. I got, I got that. I got that ex-boyfriend dick that you break up with because his dick's too small. That's cool. It's that small? No, my dick's, good. no my dick's good. No, my dick's good. My dick's good. I don't want the listeners to think I'm a bad dick. You it's all, decent. It's I really good, like your good. girlfriend. She's pretty hot, so you must be doing something right to keep her around. I'm just funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely my personality. It's really all I need. I don't care if you're smart. No, my dick's great. Or you have money. Great. I just want you to be funny. What? Well, because you, you have money. I don't have any money. Did don't you, tell people that. Well, did you feel that way when you didn't have money? That I just I didn't want a have funny money? guy? <laughs> I've always felt like I just want a funny guy. Really? That's my number one thing. Even I need when somebody. you're working at a Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> <laughs> I just want a funny guy. I made a lot of money at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> 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 I made like $250 in cash per shift. So you That's lose, crazy money. You lose your virginity to this guy? Did you date him the next year? The next year. I barely did it in the next week. Okay. Really? Yeah, we had sex like two more times. And I think by the time school started, it was over. Why? I don't know. Because like we just, it wasn't like that. And how did your parents find out about, did they find out about the party? My mom found out immediately that I lost my virginity. Immediately. How? Because. The sheets? I, I am so, I'm so stupid. Let's just, this, I'm really stupid. So I called no, my you're mom. you're the smart one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I called my mom and I was like, I got my period. There's blood on the comforter. How do I wash it? And she was like, I thought you had your period like a week and a half ago. And that was it. She just knew that she is, she is like a sniper. I swear to God, she like landed at the airport and knew. She like licked her finger and like touched the air and she was like, someone had a party at my house. She's like a blood expert, like Dexter. And you tried to clean the shit out of it? Uh, I hired a cleaning crew and I hired people to come clean the carpets. And she walked in the house and was like, why is the house so clean? I overcleaned. That happens. Yeah, it smelled nice. She knew. She fucking knew. That's so funny. Your mom knows exactly when your period was. I don't know. I feel like you talk to your parents about that stuff. 
I don't. I mean, you don't, but yeah, I guess like, women your do. brothers probably do. Yeah, they talk about when they bleed mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So then you're going into senior year. You got a pep in your step because you lost that virginity. Mm-hmm. Your vagina is ready to be open for business. Yeah, it's been open ever since. <laughs> it's never closed. That light is always on, twenty four seven. It's it's vacancy at all times. Have you had sober sex in the last 15, 20 years? You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually had silver sex with someone that you never like a one night stand? Oh, the first so, time? No, 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 not the first time. I'm just saying. Ever sen- have I ever had sex sober? Well, with a boyfriend you have. Uh huh. But I'm saying like a random. You never fuck someone random <laughs> and not been drunk. I don't. <sighs> That's almost creepier, right? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> uh, what was the last time I had sober sex with a random person? When's the last time you had sober sex? At all? Uh, a couple weeks ago. How did that work out? I, 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 love, I love morning sex. I'm a big fan of morning sex. So actually, I will say, every person that I generally like sleep with, I like to up, wake up in the morning and fuck them again. That's nice of you. Yeah, I'm generous. Uh, Nikki was saying how like you would, you'd fuck them when you're drunk, and then you, like, you don't want to fuck them in the morning sometimes, but you feel like obligated to. No? I feel like as I get older, I feel less obligated to do less things. Like, I feel like in my early 20s, I just wanted to please people. And now in my 30s, I feel less obligated. I'll just leave if I don't want to fuck you. You do you mind all the light? Like, you don't mind the wind, like the windows bright light in the morning fucking with like bad breath. And like you both kind of smell like shit. Right. <laughs> so here's the move in the morning is like okay. you want to wake up with the guy spooning you from behind so they can just slide in. So you actually don't have to like smell their breath if you don't want to. And like, it's yeah, it's literally just daylight. a dick through a hole. It's like yes. a glory hole kind of, but laying down. Like um, you don't even turn around to look at them. I don't even want to turn around to look at you. <laughs> like I want you to breathe in the other direction. Have you ever fucked a guy, right, in the morning like that and not really know exactly who was behind you? <laughs> piece of garbage is sorry no offense not known you're like well you're here so you can slide on in you've definitely woken up blacked out drunk and not known exactly who you went home with no i really don't i i I, I fucked tons of dudes (laughs) tons and tons and tons of guys i i've had but i don't i don't think so okay but you don't look at them right so then they come in that position sometimes so like you know you're in like the c position you're both like on your sides you're both like fucking and then sometimes they just they roll on top of you so you're just laid out completely oh, okay um but it's really it's minimal work it's really enjoyable it's perfect for the morning do you get breakfast after depends on the guy yeah i will tell you this thing happened to me the other day and i did not like it you tell me what you think about I'll it. tell you what. it was the first time i slept with somebody okay um and in the morning, like we woke up, it is super bright in my apartment. My my apartment is wall to wall, floor to ceiling windows in my bedroom. You don't have blackout shades? I I hadn't I have them, I didn't pull them, I don't okay. pull them that often. So um broad daylight, we're like making out, he's naked, he's on top of me, and then he starts going down on me. Wait one second. Let's go back for a second. Okay. Start from the beginning. How do you know this guy? And did you hook up with him the night before, or did he just come over during the day? Are you day drinking with this guy? <laughs> what happened? Um, we hooked up after one of my shows. In during New York, the day? In July. Oh, okay. You just hooked up at night one time. We hooked up at night. We we hooked it was the first time we'd had sex. Okay. I we had made out, but first time we had sex. So it's like broad daylight, it's like nine in the morning or something, and he's like going down on me. Okay, so this is after you already fucked the night. Yeah, we before. fucked the night. Okay, before. okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. But it just sorry. Like having somebody go down on me like the first time you sleep together, it is broad daylight. It's a little much. It's a little much for me. I don't know why. I couldn't like explain it. I was like, why does this bother me? Like, why am I uncomfortable with this? And then I just it's just a lot to have somebody you just met like inside of your vagina, like their face in your vagina in broad daylight. It's brighter than a gynecologist. Would it say. is so bright. My mm. sheets are white so there's like extra whiteness everywhere it just it was a lot what do you think about that you count a lot of hairs yeah no but how did you feel like did you lose yourself in it or did you it took a it took me a minute to like get into it because i like now why not why not take a second say hey women second first of all let me go put on some leonard skinner (laughs) and let me close the blinds it's weird for me to like stop something. Like I know I'm gonna enjoy. <laughs> what happened to pleasing I don't yourself wanna, I don't and wanna, not feeling like you have to please? Because I don't want to kill the mood. I know I'm gonna enjoy it. I just got to get out of my head for a second. And pulling the blinds wouldn't help that much. Did you blow them in the morning? Uh, not that morning. I don't think. But I don't mind like a little blowjob in the morning. Yeah, a little wakey up. Yeah. But as long as he's on his side, cover in a mask. I don't like to finish a blowjob ever. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. I feel you. It's just to completion. It's just like not my thing. So, did you fuck this guy again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A, a lot, yeah. 
It was great. Man, you really get out there. But you broke up with someone recently. So when did were you? When's the last time you fucked? Where did you? This is that guy. Oh, this is that same guy. This is the first time we slept together. The guy from Colorado. Yeah. Okay. The young gun. Yeah. Tall. Yeah. Long cock. Yeah. No boyfriend size dick. Denver. Denver. <laughs> boyfriend size dick. What? Um. How did y'all break up? Um. I just. I mean, it's hard. Long distance is hard, right? That honestly wasn't the issue. Because you know my life. Like, I can travel anytime I want. Like, Ashley and I can go and travel and do whatever. I just... Okay, this is going to sound really mean, but I don't care. Um, I He would talk to me, and I realized I just didn't care about anything he had to say. And I didn't care to share anything that I was doing either. Like, we had different hobbies. We had very different lifestyles. And I, just, I remember we got back from JFL, from, like, doing this festival. And I was telling him, like, about what we had done there. And, like, I was mid-sentence, and I just remember feeling like, I don't care to hear this person's feedback on what I just did. And I don't know, he just didn't make me laugh that much. And I was like, I think it's just time to pull the cord. Um, and he sort of brought up like, what does the future look like between us? And I couldn't answer him. And um, he suggested like, let's take a little break. And then I wrote him an email the next day. And I was like, I don't think I'm sure that it was like rhetorical. I'm sure that he didn't mean let's, I'm sure he meant let's take a, per, a, a permanent break. Um, but I remember him and I was just like, I just don't see any future here, you know, and I wish you the best. I think you're great. You're a great person, all the things, but yeah, I feel like if you're in a long distance relationship and you're asking to take a break, it's over. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Absolutely. Who takes a break and then just doesn't live by each other. Does, yeah. That makes no sense. Well, I don't know. How do you feel about breaks in general in a relationship? I mean, I haven't had many. I'm literally on my first one since college. Your first relationship. Yeah. I mean, I remember my girlfriend in college used to take breaks all the time for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we took more breaks than dated. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't like it because, you know, you feel like you give a break, then you give them the release to see what's out there. And then if you're not secure enough, it's like, oh, they'll come back. I've never been that person. Be like, I'll let them go. They'll know what they're missing. (laughs) Who the fuck does that? That's an insane person that has insane confidence. But you're not hot enough to do that. No, but I do feel like nowadays if I did take a break, I'd be more than... Like, I'd be comfortable in it and letting that person explore themselves and space. I guess it depends on what the reason for the break is. Mm-hmm. If the person's just like, I just don't feel like I want to be like, I don't want to check in with a person for a little while. I don't want to be like emotionally committed to somebody. Then then I could see being like, let's take a break. Well, long distance, too. It- if you don't experience anything together, what the fuck are you going to talk about? Like, well, that's also how it started to get. It was like we were just sort of like downloading our days with each other, and it was just – it's annoying. Yeah. yeah it's and I'm sure so it was annoying, annoying to him too. I'm sure he didn't yeah, want to like yeah. call me up and tell me about his dumb day every day either. He yeah. was like, I'm trying to fuck. And like I'm sure he wanted to do that with people in where he lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, yeah. and, and still feel – have a healthy conscience. Yeah. Oh, I, I did tell him he was welcome to do that. Yeah. Because you were too. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think it's fair to like, first of all, it was like three month relationship. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think it's fair to ask somebody to do something when you're not, it wasn't like a committed relationship. It wasn't like a serious committed relationship. Probably made him want you more, to be honest. You saying desirable. that to him. Yeah, you are. I mean, you're the brains. <laughs> <laughs> you're the brains of the operation. We all know that. <laughs> Reign of the brains, they call her. That's what they call me. Yeah. Um, so then you break up with him or he kind of broke up with you. I mean. I don't know. Um, so how long ago was that? About a month ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how do you feel dating now that you probably, you might get some DMs every once in a while. You're you're more of a public figure than you've ever been. Yeah, sure. Do you feel like you get like, you're like a celebrity on like, but do you feel like a celebrity? Because you're known. I think you, I feel like you're like pussyfooting around the fact that I'm not actually a celebrity. Not true. Fine. Not true. I'm not pussyfooting around. Mm-hmm. First of all, I never pussyfoot. That's true. I'm more of a dickhead. You know that. <laughs> so, no, but like you, do you feel like it's harder to date because guys are dating you because you are somewhat of a celebrity? No, I feel like it's probably the, it's harder to date because the opposite. I feel like people will shy away from you because they know you have a public platform and they're like, I don't want to end up on that thing and like I everybody is different like every relationship's different so some people like really want to be a part of the show and don't mind that I talk about them like this guy came to live shows he came up on stage I talked to him about him all the time he loved the attention he he didn't mind it but he he was probably also getting attention maybe from your fans too in Denver I made a pretty conscious effort to like never mention 
whatever what his name was. I mean, it would have been pretty hard to find him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did your live show. He came to the shows. Yeah. But I don't know that he would have like announced who he was. Or yeah, anything. that's true. Um, it's hard when you have a public life to date someone that wants to be private. Oh, absolutely. And it's one size fits one. If I met somebody and I was like super crazy about them and that person was like, hey, I really prefer you not talk about our life together. I would find ways to do it in like a really private kind of way, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reality is I have a, a show it's about dating though. and relationships. I'm going to have to talk about it a little bit. You're very open. I mean, that's why people love you. Yeah. Because you're never, honest. I'm never going to hide everything. Like we did a whole episode on Monday about me breaking up with this guy. Yeah. The whole episode is about him. I think I was still like complimentary and kind. And I think I probably gave him like, I was more kind than most people would be, but yeah. I still talk. He still got an hour and a half long episode about himself. I'm sure he didn't love it. And the episode is called You're Not the One. I'm sure it's not his dream. Or maybe it is. You're still talking about him. Negative attention is still attention. I don't know that he's getting attention from this. Because he didn't say his name? Yeah. Yeah, but he could tell any girl that he meets that listens to girls, hey, that whole thing was about me. I took down. You could just go, yeah, you could just turn off. Oh. He could say, hey, that is about me. Like he could tell anyone. He could look up. Yeah. So I hope he just doesn't, I hope he doesn't sue me. Yeah. Oh, you think you're gonna get sued? Look at you, Brad. I, ins- I have insurance. That's such a humble brag to say I could get sued. I could get sued. I mean, anybody could get sued. Yeah, I know. Even you, you could get sued. What are they gonna take? My grandpa's watch off my. Wait, well, is a nice watch. I just got it fixed. What? Uh, so then, now are you back searching now again? Or are you always searching, or do you feel like? I feel like I'm never searching. Yeah. I feel like I'm like really, I think one of like the main themes of our podcast is we just try to help people like build a life you're really proud of so you don't need to like have a romantic relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, build those relationships with like your family and your friends and your career. And so it's an added plus that that's not like your entire thing is having a relationship. So like, I feel like I'm always looking, but I'm never looking. Like I'm always open to it, but I'm not one of these girls that's like on dating apps, got to get on four dates per week. I don't know if I care if I ever get married i don't know if i want to have kids so i'm just not in like a huge rush yeah. what do you have an idea of like a guy that you would want like do you have do you have that like on a vision board like six two dark hair you know oh keep going uh blue eyes comic <laughs> are you describing somebody in particular <laughs> rhymes with ham <laughs> i hate you <laughs> um I first and foremost want to be with somebody that makes me laugh and somebody that can teach me something. I just, I feel like I don't want to just like tell somebody about my day. Like I want them to like add value to it. I know. I want somebody that's like. That reads and stuff. I don't care if you read. (laughs) I don't care that much. Do you read? Uh, No, I haven't read in a while. I feel like I should read more. I've read a lot of the first half of books. I feel like you get the gist. What's the last book you read? You don't even know. I could look on my phone, like the samples. I read a lot of biographies. The sa- you buy, yeah. read a lot of samples. I don't know. I read a lot of biographies. I like the beginning of biographies. I like to Before come up. Before they succeed? Yeah. Like right when they succeed, I'm done. At the precipice of success, yeah. you shut the book and you're done with the book. Pretty much. I don't like the downfall. I don't, it's kind of boring. What if, the they never, what if they never have a downfall? Well, then you read you go to completion that's a weird memoir then someone wrote it early before they ever had a collapse because you think everybody has a downfall i feel like everyone eventually has a downfall you could live long enough you're gonna have a downfall you're gonna have a downfall no yeah i've had a lot of downfalls me too i'm done what's your biggest downfall you think other than getting left at the altar pretty much that's it getting left at the altar was my biggest yeah that was the biggest downfall Let's talk about that. Okay. We, like, so you, I remembered the story. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Well, downfalls are fun because it didn't knock you down. You got back up. I am so thankful for every person I ever dated, good or bad, because they gave me this career. Like, if all I ever had was, like, positive, wonderful, loving relationships, like, what would I bring to my podcast? What kind of advice would I ever bring to mm-hmm. other people? If I just, like... I listen to podcasts of girls that have just been in the same relationship for 10 years and they're just happy. And I'm like, well, you're not going to, what are you going to teach me? Yeah. But you got, so you had, I remember it was the, uh, it was the night of your engagement party, right? He broke up with me the, the morning before <sighs> the engagement party. I mean, if you could get through that, that's like the worst bomb you could have in a date, in a, in a, in a relationship. What? If you could get through that. Of Me getting personally. yeah, getting yeah. broken up with the morning of your engagement party, uh-huh. you get through any breakup. 
Oh, sure. absolutely. And like, but I does it make you hardened though to relationships? Mm, not at all. It's so like it never did like even from day one. But now looking back, because it's been years, like that person wasn't right for me. Like I would have been a wife and a mother, and that's fine. But like we had all kinds of problems looking back. Because a lot of people get broken up with, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so blindsided." It's like he just woke up one day and left me, and that's how I felt at the time. But looking back, I'm like, "Oh, there were all kinds of problems, and there were all kinds of incompatibilities between us that he was never going to feel good about." And like, I don't hate him. I don't like what he did, but I understand why he did it. And it just helps me to understand. Like, I think you should ask yourself at the end of a relationship, like, "What did I do to bring this about? What did I ignore?" I mean, I didn't just, nobody deserves what I went through, but like, I probably should have walked away way before that. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people they'll always play the victim and point the finger instead of like question. Like, let's go over a checklist of what I could have done differently. Mm-hmm. You never really hear that. You always hear this guy was fucking this. He did that, but I mean, obviously, this guy broke up with you the morning of. But what did you do for him to do such a drastic <laughs> thing? <laughs> yeah, let's I mean, put how it on terrible me. were you? Let's put it on me. <laughs> Wow, that sounds really horrible. What did you do to deserve this? I mean, it had to have been pretty bad for him to do that. Oh, my God, Andrew. (laughs) It was not pretty bad. I feel like we should call him. We should, like, dial him up to be like... You want to call him? Do you have his number? Yeah. I I, I saw him recently. Oh, how'd that go? It was okay. We went out drinking. Really? I ran into him in Union Square, and we, like, had a whole day. I mean, we broke up so many It was like a Woody ago. Allen movie. This is, like, a weird... So, you see him? I've seen Where him are twice you? Getting off the train? I've seen him twice since we broke up. We broke up four and a half years ago or something. Actually, almost five years ago. It's, like, around uh, the day before Halloween, like, five years ago. So, this is before you did the podcast. This is before, oh, before. the even Instagram or before anything. This before is like, Instagram even existed, yeah. Where are you working at this point, or when you were dating him? I worked at Groupon. Okay. So you had a regular job? Yeah, a tech job. Okay. In Pittsburgh? No, in New York. Oh, in New York. I've lived here for 12 years. Okay. So then you see him. It's been five years. Where did you see him? By the train? So I've seen him twice. So this wasn't the first time I'm running into him. Um, A year ago, he asked me to go out to dinner, and we did. And he got way too drunk. He cried his fucking eyes out. He, like, would not stop. He was, like, gulping for air crying in public. It was so embarrassing. What did you do? I took him home to my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted to do to him? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) So he's crying. You take him home. You're really taking his side on this one. Never. Um, I took him home to our apartment that we lived in together, and then he really lost it, and he really cried. Um, What? Saying that he made a mistake? No, just saying that, like, he feels so terrible for, like, what he did to me. And that, like, he wishes he would have, like, processed his feelings a little better, you know? Like, I think a lot of times, like, men leave you and women are, like, so blindsided. But, like, that man has been thinking about this for six months. Now, did he ever try to break up with you before that day and you just, like, were, like, not going to let him? Oh, my God, never. It was, like, the opposite. Like, we barely fought. And, like, we'd have these, like, very mature arguments. But he would always tell me I was right. Like... I was So do you think he was telling you you were right though just to, to appease you because he didn't want to like I think, yeah, see I, the little devil, the little assassin come out? I and I've there's tons of stuff wrong with me, but like I'm not like a yeller, I'm not mean, I don't swear, like I don't I'm not you're never worried about getting into a fight with me because I'm not gonna do those things. But like What do you do then to like show your your strength in a in a fight? Show my strength? Yeah. Oh, I ignore you. Oh, that's I become tough. really emotionless and I ignore you. Which, and you're like very fun and like perky and stuff so when you're emotionless it really comes off oh yeah I can like really ice you out and sometimes I think it's even worse like it's worse to have somebody not talk to you than it is for them to fight with you Mm -hmm. and so like that's usually my default it's not even like it's just not my nature to yell and scream especially like when usually when you give the cold shoulder in the morning you're fucking (laughs) because you're not turning around to look in their face (laughs) so you're giving a cold shoulder with no pussy so that's terrible I know you never see it coming (laughs) <laughs> or him. But when, um, yeah, when I saw him last year, I mean, he said to me, like, you know, I blamed you for all these problems in my life. And once you weren't in my life anymore, I realized it wasn't you. It was me. And I realized I just always let you think you were right instead of actually telling you I was upset about stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it was nice to hear. I didn't need to hear those things. It had been so many years, but I guess it was nice. And then we tried to have sex and he couldn't. Really? Uh-huh. He like the old days? Or was he... He couldn't get it up. No? He was yeah. too drunk? So, like, I saw my ex, and all he did was cry, and then couldn't get it up. It was, like, the Jilted Ex Hall of Fame of, like, exactly what you want to happen <laughs> after somebody leaves you. <laughs> I mean, why couldn't he get hard? What was wrong with you? <laughs> 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 I 
Nothing you know. is wrong with me. I'm gray in bed. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can't even come. How are you roasting me? <laughs> this is an ongoing theme of you just really messing up a lot. Uh, <laughs> so wait, he can't get hard. It's five o'clock in the morning. Does he we leave had that s- morning? Does he leave the next morning? Yeah, he cried in my bed a lot. He oh, left God. my apartment. He didn't text me for like four days. And I got a text from him. What did it say? I don't think we should get back together. He wrote that to you? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're what got- did I, what about what happened between us communicated to you that that was an option? Well, you did fuck him. Yeah, fuck lots of people. We're not together. Yeah, but he doesn't. He fucking, oh, he's like a nice guy. I guess, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Now, so then when did you see him again? I got off the train in Union Square. How long after that? A year later. So okay. this is in May. This is past May. And um, we went to my apartment. We sat on the roof. We took a walk. We went out to eat. We like drank at a bar all night. Wait, go step back. Did yeah. he say, hey, well, let's go on a date? Or like, how did that, how did he even get there to begin with? I just ran into him. You just ran into him and you're like, hey, what are you doing? What day is it? Is it like a Saturday? It's a middle, it's the middle of the week. It was a Monday or a Tuesday. At what time did you see him? At like 5.30? 4.30? Oh, he's getting off work early, he's I guess. He's a bartender, so he works okay. nice. All right, so then you're like, hey, you know what? You're chatting a little bit. Yeah. Come to my apartment. You know your new, is it your new apartment? It's a flex. <laughs> There's no reason why you wanted him to come over other than show that you have a fucking square foot fucking mansion with a fucking sick roof. Yeah, that apartment is a flex. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> this has nothing to do with him. I was like, do you want to just come over and see how much better I'm doing without you? <laughs> why don't you just go to an ATM and show him your account? Should, should, should we call him right now and do just that? Just let him actually? know exactly how much money you have in your savings. Yeah. Not really. even in your checking. All $12 of it. Really no, shut up. Buy. You have so much money. You have so much money. No, I don't. I have no money. Look at this sweatshirt. It is nice. It's it is, vintage. It's really nice. It's goofy. The first one ever. It's original. This so wait. So, so it you $12. Want to sh- <laughs> I'm wearing everything I own. You overpaid. Uh, so, <laughs> so you end up. Taking him over to your flex house because you got this new badass apartment yeah. with like real furniture and shit. You're not living on a beanbag chair anymore. Yeah. No more fucking no. cheesecake money. You got real fucking carrot cake money. You got 24 carrot cake money. I'm in my 30s. I should be able to afford a nice dresser if I want to buy a nice yes, dresser. Yes, you get yourself a dresser. I got myself a dresser. You get your beds off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I have floating a, probably. I have a bed. Uh, a, what, what is that called? A Casper? No, oh, that's a mattress. An arbor? No, no, no. A uh, bed spring? I just have like a bed and a box spring. Yeah, I have a bed. You don't have a... A, a, a platform and a, a box board? Spring. No, a, I don't have a headboard. headboard? No. Really? I just... It's not with I my style. I feel like a headboard really like brings the bed together and it's fun to fuck and have it hit the wall. The classiness? Yeah. No, I don't need it. It's not uh, for me. So he comes over. You... What, you have a bottle of rosé at the apartment? No, we just like hung out and didn't drink. Okay. What are you talking about? It's like real awkward, like how comfortable it is because you see somebody and they're like, I mean, you've lived with them for so many years. Like they feel like home, like even though like this person really knows nothing about your life for the last five years, like they still know everything about you and your family and things like that. And so it's weird talking to this person who like knows you so well, but like doesn't know anything about your life currently. So I like I toggled between that. It's like really uncomfortable in your mind because you're like, this is so comfortable, but it's like uncomfortable and it's so comfortable. Gotcha. And I'm still really attracted to him. He's like a really good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sat on the so roof. So then, oh, so then you take him to the roof. Yeah. And at this point, have you eaten anything? nothing? No drinking. Nothing. Yet? No okay. drinking. Um, you go to the roof. You go on a roof with a view in Manhattan. It's gonna be romantic. It's Fuck City. It's Fuck City. I'm worried. I fucked on the roof once, only once though. Yeah, but not with him. Not so with then him. you're on the roof with him. You're looking at places where you already fucked some other guy. <laughs> Maybe like three days, three hours before that. I didn't. I've no. I didn't sleep with somebody on my roof until this summer. Anyways. Yeah, you held out. Yeah. Um, so you're up on the roof. Is he standing behind you like Titanic style? No, it's like it's broad daylight. It's summertime. Like it's May. Okay. So it's like it's not going to get dark until like 8 p.m. Okay. Um, so we left my roof. We went and got Mexican food. And then I went with him to his job at the bar that he works at and just like sat there and hung out with the regulars all Oh, my night. God. <laughs> I don't know why you would ever think you guys, you wanted to get back together. I never... The number one sign for a woman that wants to get back together is to, to wait for her bartender to get off his shift at three You're in the morning. So right. It's so pathetic. I really 
walked into this one. He asked me to come in. I wasn't doing anything else. It's free alcohol. Oh, like, you wouldn't go hang out. Who's the drunk girl on the corner just like, staring at you, like waiting you for you to go. talk to him like a puppy in a, in a, in a dog shop? Literally You're, anybody. like, at the window, like, talk to me now. I still love you. That's how I feel like you were. and But no, but you were playing it cool. So you're at the bar. I never told this story on my podcast, actually. Good. So yeah. now we're getting the exclusive. You're yeah. at the bar. Is he talking? Is he coming up to you? He's like, hey, hey, hey look at me making cool drinks. <laughs> what bar does he work at? I can't say that. Oh, okay. I, feel, I would feel bad. Is he like a cool bartender? Is he like... It's like a dive a- bar that I love. It's a cool place. I love like a New York City dive, like an old ass New York City dive bar. And that's what he does for a living? Yeah, he's a bartender. He lives in Bushwick. He's a bartender. Just a hot bartender? Hot bartender. T-shirt, like dark jeans kind of shit. Yeah. Tattoos. Uh, yeah, he's tattoos. He's tall. He's like wavy, like sandy brown hair. He's he's a smoke. Okay, how old is he now? He's younger than me. He's thirty. He's thirty. And he's been a bartender this whole time. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's good money. Yeah, that's the lifestyle he wanted. Like, it's not for me. Like, I don't want to necessarily date somebody that comes home at four o'clock in the morning. It's just not for me. Now, are you watching him flirt with other women, and not does really. it turn you on? No, that's not one of my, like, triggers, watching other women hit on my man. But what, was he getting hit on when you were there? Yeah, I mean, he, when we were together, he got hit on a lot, too. He's, like, a really good-looking guy. Were you always waiting at the bar for him? No, never. I never uh, wanted to, like, watch him do his Okay, job. so now you're watching him. This time you are. Yeah. And what happens? Now he has some power. He's not crying like a little bitch. He's, like, making drinks. <laughs> He's looking hot back there with his slick back hair. It's maybe. not that juicy. Like, it's the end of the story is not that juicy. Like, okay, but I yeah. just drank there until, like, 2 in the morning, and then I left and walked home. By yourself? Yeah. I mean, he had to, like, close up his bar, so I went home. And did he text you the next day? <laughs> Something along the lines of, I don't think we should get back together. Really? Yes. <laughs> Why did he write that again? You I don't know. That's I, so I thought, I was like, listen, I don't mean to sound more emotional about this than I am, but why do you keep saying this to me? It's such a fun... Now, that's a flex. It's a flex. I'm like, you are so rude. (laughs) You're so into me, and I just, like... And I know I... I hung out at his bar all night long. He probably was like, she's so into me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty pathetic, especially after showing him how sick your place is. Yeah. You should have shown him how sick your place is and be like, hey, I got a date at seven later. But you don't care, though, because you don't want to get back with him. No, I don't have any feelings for him at all. Like we just had when you got that text, did you make? So then, have you tried to fuck him again, or was that the only two times? That was it. Um, how long ago was that? May. Yeah, I'm like counting months with my hand. Okay, so it you don't think he'll ever come back? Once in a blue moon, he'll like send me a text about something stupid, and if I feel like it, I'll respond. But that's it. But you're not longing to maybe that's the one that you want to be with, and no. all this other stuff is just no. And I you're trying to fill a hole. <laughs> I'm trying to definitely fill a hole. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think he's like long and well, clearly longing to be with me either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you didn't wait at the bar, something could have happened. I just, I'm not interested in him. Yeah. Like he, I just, it was sort of the same thing as that guy this summer that I was dating. Like I was talking to him about like what I do professionally and I was like, I don't care to tell this person about this. Mm-hmm. Like this is just like wasted breath. I don't care. I know. Sometimes I feel like I should be like more intelligent and know like more facts about things to like actually have a conversation about other things rather than just what's going on between us. What would be the first thing that you researched? <sighs> Probably global warming or something. Something, something sciencey. Yeah, maybe like learn about like what's happening in Colombia, <laughs> like the country. You know, like the uh, war like there. I'm at the school. Maybe find out about some dictators or something there. A conspiracy. The maybe. war there. Is there a war there right now? There's a war all the time in South America. I mean, it's a constant struggle it's between the lower place, and upper class. Oh yeah, <laughs> class war. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what's happening is the government is corrupt. I almost believe you. I think you should start with something like a little less smart, like cults. Cults are an easy thing to learn about. You don't have to be smart to learn about them. I know. Would you ever join a cult? Oh, my God. I love cults really? so much. Really? So I'm obsessed with cults. Why? I'm obsessed with understanding how, like, seemingly normal, smart people can be sucked into these organizations, and I find it fascinating. Why do you think they are? I mean, obviously, they're sad about something, and they feel like they're, I don't know, they can't ask, make a friend. Are you going to let me answer, or are just going to ask me a question and then answer it? Time's up. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Sorry. I no, I, I totally I try agree. Try to be better. I totally agree with you. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are just like looking for community. And then they're like, 
I guess I'll accept these dumb rules if it means I can like have some friends. Like I think that like the need to like belong to a group and feel like people care about you and you have a community is like really really strong, especially if you grow up without those things. So yeah, I could like Scientology is crazy. Do you know the basis of Scientology that it's like the Lord Zenu? sent all these Theon aliens down to Earth to, like, inhabit people's bodies. Like, that... People in Scientology are like, yeah, absolutely. That's... I think it just simplifies mm-hmm. life a little bit. It, it gives you... Yeah, cults. It gives you a direction. It gives you people to lean on. Mm-hmm. It, uh... I don't know. It just makes things possibly easier. It gives you a passion outside of work. And, uh... To... Uh, yeah, I don't think I could ever do it. I don't think I could follow rules. I would lose my mind. Like if I had to wear the, the same thing, yeah. if I had to, I I never was able to conform. I played like team sports, but like that was like the most I could conform to something. I did a fraternity, but I felt the whole time like I need to get the fuck out of here. Was did, it all the hazing? No, it was just like the just the cheesiness of it. Really? Yeah. I don't like rules for the sake of rules. I have a really hard time with them. And, like, I've always been, like, a ask for forgiveness later kind of person. Like, I have a really hard time with, like, bosses and rules. I never want to follow any rules. I just, I... Have you been fired a lot? I've, I've gotten fired once in my life. What happened? Um, I was, I was managing a restaurant. It was my second job in New York. And... I was drinking. My boyfriend, I'd caught my boyfriend cheating on me. I was having like a really bad day. I had a drink at work, which was like pretty openly allowed for the most part. It was a steakhouse. I mean, everybody drank. Um, And some girl who had just started there went to HR, went to like corporate HR and said I was drinking on the job. And when the GM asked me about it, I was like, yeah, I was, yeah, of course. You drink at work. Everybody drinks at work. Who doesn't drink at work? And he fired me. So you think if you lied, he would have kept you on? Yeah. He basically was like, because you told me the truth, I have to fire you. And I was like 25 years old. I thought my, I was 24. I thought my whole fucking life was over. Cause like at that age, like work is your whole life. It's hard to get a job in New York in the service industry. Yeah. Especially if you don't have that much experience. I'm, well, you did have experience, but like I remember trying to get a job like as a waiter and with no experience in New York. It's like harder to get a job there than like a real fucking job. Yeah. It was good money. I was managing the restaurant. It was like a good restaurant group. Like all my, my social life revolved around it. You work so much at a restaurant. Like you go in at like two in the afternoon, you get out at two in the morning. So like I thought my life was like, like legitimately over. I caught my boyfriend cheating on me. I had to throw him out of our apartment. How did you catch him? Um, this is a different boyfriend. This is a different boyfriend. Um, I've lived with two people in my life. This is the first one. Um, so I was living with this guy. He just, I always felt like he was like kind of a scumbag. Why did he cheat? What did you do wrong? Why did he cheat? <laughs> <laughs> I feel the overall theme of this is that everything is my fault. <laughs> I'm really personally victimized by this podcast. You should. I'm I'm about to quit the podcast just from interviewing you. Really? Yeah, that's how that's how horrible. Like this is like the, I feel like you're just jealous that Nikki did like the Comedy Central roast this week, and so you're like, this is like your Comedy Central roast of me. Not true. I would never roast you. I feel a little roasted. Do you sure. really though? No, I don't care. At all. I actually got one joke on the roast. You put a joke. What joke was it? Uh, Chris Red looks like he dresses like a nine year old found a thousand dollars on the ground. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I like that. Thanks. I like him too. I would love to have him on my show. Yeah. So that's what I said too. We'll see what but he I does first. Of, I have more of a probability of that happening, huh? <sighs> see why he cheated on you. I got to get one burn in. <laughs> I got to get one. Yeah, you can burn me all the time. I love well, I love burnt. you so much. I don't I ever want to say anything mean to you. I never say anything mean to you other than that you're short and dumb. Um, so Facts. Just facts. Facts. facts only. I love that word, facts. Facts, facts came big. Like, facts is a new thing. Uh-huh. Facts. That's a new word for you? Facts. It's got to say, you got to say it hard. I say facts only. Facts only? Mm-hmm. So why you did like this snap. Guy, how did you catch this guy cheating on you? Um, I always knew that guy was like kind of a scumbag. So, like, I always was sort of like, it was the only boyfriend I've ever had that I went through his phone. Like, I just always, like, would show up at his work just to make sure he was there. Like, I just never trusted this guy at all. Um, I caught him because, I mean, he was just like a shady person. I was always trying to catch him. Like, I was continuously going through his social media on his phone. What does that do for a woman, like, trying to? catch someone cheating all the time is it like a fun game for you no at that it makes point? you like mentally ill it makes you so crazy i cried all the time i was always accusing him of shit to be completely honest it probably like motivated him to do it even more because he was like she thinks i'm doing this i'm just gonna do it i mean he was a scumbag but um 
Yeah, one morning he was in the shower and he asked me if I wanted to go. Um, oh, he said he called off in the shower and he's like, I'm really hungry. Will you, um, will you go on my wallet, grab some money? If you go get the food, I'll pay for it. I was like, great. So I went in his wallet and there was a stack of receipts from like dinners and hotels that I was not a part of. <laughs> and I went in the shower and I was like, what is this? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, there's a dinner for $300 at Gramercy Tavern for two people. Who did you go to dinner with? And he said, it's none of your fucking business. And I punched him in the face. While he's in the shower? Naked in the shower. I punched him in the face. I was wild, man. And he's like chasing me around the apartment. I'm like breaking all of his things. And he's butt naked. And he's wet. He's like trying to get me to stop. I like picked up his laptop and like smashed it. I was so mad. I like could not. I was so angry. It was like, it was this release. Is it your was favorite like, restaurant? <laughs> 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 the spinach artichoke dip is fantastic. I fucking love it. They do have an excellent burger. <laughs> That'd be so funny. You're breaking it. I don't care. You cheated. But this is my favorite burger. It's my burger. We did go there for Valentine's Day. I totally forgot that. My favorite burger. They put the cheese inside it. It melts inside it. The fucking the burger. The lettuce. The tomato. So fresh. The whole fight. You are so stupid. <laughs> the, <laughs> the special sauce. Oh. You're breaking everything. You. So hot, dude! I, I can't believe. So you break everything. Yeah, you call the cops. And on you're me. living together. You call the cops on me. Shut the fuck up. Did you stop breaking? Did he come things? over? Did the cops come? Yeah, I left before the cops got there. So you're on the run. You go to Gramercy Tavern <laughs> to get the burger. <laughs> They're going, they go home, they go, where do you think she is? <sighs> we were talking about the burger. Uh, no, he told me after the fact, the cop showed up and they're like, what is, what does she look like? And he said, she's a little Jewish girl. And the cop said, that's your first mistake. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, the cops in my apartment, like doing bits. <laughs> that's really funny. And then he starts stripping. What, what? So then the cops didn't like go after you. So you come back. It's gotta be a little awkward. <laughs> right? Um, like after you do something like that, it's gotta feel weird. What? happened i i mean i caught him with so many girls like after the fact like i found out about so many other girls like i just always sort of knew but um i packed a bag and i went to stay with a friend for a couple days and i said i'll be back in 48 hours and do not be here when i get back and he found a new apartment moved out in 48 hours and that was it i think he tried to charge you for the laptop no can't really prove that i did anything there's no cameras in that place it's a little studio on the upper east side what are you gonna do you sound like a fucking mob boss. <laughs> and the uh, statute of limitations is up on that, so he can't come after me. Yeah, you're good now. Yeah. I could see people coming after you for money now. Well, like, I don't have uh, any money. I know. I don't know why I keep saying you yeah. have money. I'm sorry. Really hyping me, though. Oh, I'm trying to flex. Yeah. I shop at Westside Market instead of Trader Joe's now. Do you really? I have Westside Market money. Yeah. I could afford like the extra $2 for chicken salad. Oh, I love chicken salad. What's your favorite kind of chicken salad? Oh my god, Westside Market has like twelve kinds of chicken salad. It's Do you get all different ones? Sometimes. And the little one, the skinny. No, today I got. Um, you know what I mean. So then you can get multiple flavors. No, no, I get the big ones. Okay. Yeah. So, so what do you do? Um, I got the Greek chicken today with olives and feta and sun dried tomatoes. I like the Cajun chicken, which is like tossed up with like Cajun mayo. Mm. I, I love chicken salad. They have tons of soup. <sighs> Dude, Soup's my favorite hangover food. I just feel like the chicken gets in the way of whatever else is in there. The mayonnaise. I, oh, I love chicken salad. That's how I feel about salad, though. Like, regular salad. I feel like the lettuce gets in the way of all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. It's the I, worst. Fuck lettuce. I hate lettuce. I only want, like, a tiny little bit of lettuce and all the other stuff. Kale? Chewing kale? I hate kale. It's a whole workout. Kale is a whole conspiracy. <laughs> no one likes kale. It tastes like shit. No one wants that stuff in their mouth. It's so unpleasant. It holds, who who it decided ho kale was the thing? <laughs> it holds dressing pretty well. Yeah, so does every other lettuce on planet Earth. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, what happened was is iceberg lettuce became the milk chocolate of lettuce. So kale is the dark chocolate of lettuce. It's the healthy lettuce. But people told you that iceberg lettuce is not good for you. It has no uh, value. No nutritional value. No nutritional value. Yeah. But it's by far the best, especially the fucking one when you bite it and there's like water inside it. I no. fuck with a mixed green. Okay. That's what I fuck with. Kale does make you poop. I love to poop. Yeah. Anything that like runs through my body. I know. I need to eat more salad. I've been really bad. I How are too. you with your diet? Um, I've gained a whole bunch of weight recently. Me too. Um, I feel like I have like jowls that I never mm -hmm. used to have. Um, <laughs> and we're getting on the road next week. So that's great. Tons of photographs of myself. 10 to 15 pounds overweight. 
It's fine. Um, I don't know. I drink too much. That's how my diet is. I don't eat that bad, but I drink too much. You eat bad late at night? I eat late at night. Like, I'll drink, and then I'll eat late at night, and then I'll wake up, and I'm hungover, and then I make bad food decisions. What's your go-to? Oh, you make another bad decision in the morning. That's the problem. You double up. Yeah, I double up on the bad decisions. Well, you get, like, a bacon, egg, and cheese? I'm going to tell you a secret just on this podcast. Okay. I don't eat pork. Exclusive. Ever. Okay. All I just, right. I don't like fine. it. It's not for me. Okay. It's not because I'm a Jew. I just don't like you it. You get turkey bacon and egg and cheese? No. Just no bacon. I get soup a lot in the morning. Really? Yeah. It's my go-to hangover food. Shut up. 90 degree weather. I'll, I fuck with some soup. Because it's just so easy to eat? I don't know. It's like 8 a.m. I'm what hungover. Kind of I want soup. What kind of soup? The fattier, the better. Like broccoli cheese Like tomato. Soup. Oh, broccoli cheese in the morning? <laughs> Yeah, broccoli cheese has no hour. Of so the you day wake for up me. in the morning hungover and you're like, soup. I want to fuck with some soup. Yes. <laughs> no one. I've never met anyone that that's their go to. Do you dip bread in? Yeah. I live okay. near a Panera too. So, like, I order some broccoli cheese. You can order from Panera starting at 8 o'clock. You know what I like at Panera? Oh, no, not Panera. I like the other one. What's the other soup place? Uh, Hale and Hardy. Oh, I love Hale and Hardy. Oh, the, my God. It's the like, chicken corn is amazing. It's like. And the curry chicken's amazing. Oh, my God. It's like lunch Disney World for me. Where I grew up, there was no soup options and there's no salad options. Like, small towns, you don't get, like, the m- multiple different kinds of soups. I guess unless you go to Whole Foods, they get kind of like a soup choice. And then... Has <laughs> this podcast gone so far into the boring air- zone that we're no, about No, I think people are interested in About this. soup. Yeah, I think it's fun <laughs> to talk about soup and chicken salad. What else are we going to talk about? You getting cheated on again and ruining people's lives? Uh, it ruined my life, too. And, uh, well, you're doing great. You're so rich. My dream one day is to just line all my exes up on stage at one of my shows and just talk to them. And blow. <laughs> and blow <laughs> yeah. each one. Live blow job. I brought one of my exes on stage. Would that turn you on to fuck two of your exes at the same time? No. And the reason While why is because I just don't. Oh, <laughs> all right. Now that you threw soup in the mix, maybe yeah. I would. Yeah. But yeah, that would be too weird. I just, I feel like I don't have the attention span for two people. Have you ever had an orgy? I've had a threesome. I've never had like an orgy. With another girl or two guys? With a girl and a guy. What happened? We'll um, this. this will be the last story. I and was, then we'll get back to chicken salad. <laughs> soup. Let's circle back to soup. <laughs> I was 19. I did all kinds of... 19 was the craziest year of my life. Why? What was, what was the craziest year was of Was that your life? freshman year in college? No, it was my sophomore year in college. What school? Indiana University. Oh, that's a party school. Yeah. I, I did like all the drugs, all the crazy shit. I, every like really fucked up thing I did in my life, I was 19. You didn't do a freshman year? Do you feel like you didn't go all out freshman year, so then sophomore year you're, like, ready to go? No, but I've been, like, drinking and smoking weed, like, through high school. Not, like, all the time, but, like, on the weekends. Like, my friends were, like, bad kids, so. But why sophomore? Were you in a sorority? I don't know. I just feel like I just started to, like, lean into what a shitty person I was when I was 19. I don't okay, know. Okay, so what happened? So. Uh, I was out with this girl. Everybody in high school always said we were, like, identical twins, that we looked very familiar. And she was, uh, and then similar. And she was dating this guy who I always wanted to sleep with. He was so cute. And we were out at a bar. And then we, like, went back to his place because it was, like, right by the bar. And, like, because I wanted to hook up with him, I sort of, like, let her convince me to have a threesome. Because gotcha. I just, like, wanted to hook so up with him. So you played dumb to fuck him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And she kept, like touching my boobs or trying to kiss me and I kept like no we're at his place at this point we're we're drunk it's late at night it's like one o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the morning we're hooking up and she keeps trying to like touch my boobs and kiss me and I'm like really not having it it's not I mean I've hooked up with girls I just wasn't interested in her um so that was probably kind of awkward that I like wasn't super into hooking up with her and then at like maybe two in the morning I start to like sober up I'm like hooking up with both of them I start to sober up and I'm like oh my god I'm having a threesome with like a couple Mm -hmm. this is so bad so I go into the living room they're still fucking and I'm like holy shit I have to get out of here I cannot find my clothing I cannot find my shoes it is the dead of winter. It's February. I grabbed a blanket from his couch. I found my keys and my wallet, and I left. I left Why my naked? clothing and my shoes. I just fucking left. I'm drunk. I'm like, you ever been in a situation where you're like, I can't be here? Yes. I don't care like, well, what is going on. Especially when you're drunk. It all elevates when you're yes. drunk. And then you'll make that decision when you're drunk that isn't the smart one, obviously. No. My clothing was in the room with them. They're still having sex. I'm like, I have to get out of here. I leave in the middle of the night in the dead of winter with no shoes on to walk to my car in February. Now, do you think that is because you don't want to wake up sober and see what you did like at least if you leave when you're somewhat drunk it's not gonna hit you as hard i think i was just 19 and i was like oh my god like what have i done i feel I'm like such up a, with a couple i'm yeah. a whore like you're not a whore for doing that but at that time i'd never no. done anything so sexually exploratory yeah. i like f- i panicked i like started to sober up and i freaked out and i was just like i have to get out of here um so you're driving away i called my college roommate i'm crying I'm like i can't believe but you didn't did fuck this. Them. i fucked him oh you did fuck him yeah okay yeah 
What was she doing while you were fucking him? I don't know, watching or yeah, okay. trying to touch my boobs or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't yeah. really remember. Um, Did you feel like you were seeing yourself in a reflection? Because she looked like you. Yeah. Did that turn you on to kind of see a version of you? Would you want to fuck yourself? I guess I want to fuck myself. kind of cool. Yeah, it would be cool to fuck myself. Like a, yeah. Um, well, they broke up because of this, basically. Really? She, like, got crazy jealous and, like, was like, you know, well, you must want to fuck other girls if you want to do this. And I think they started having all kinds of crazy problems and they broke up. And then I sort of started sleeping with him again, but just him. Really? <laughs> so my, my master plan worked. It was a long con. Now, did you go back over there to get your shoes and stuff? And then that's when <laughs> yeah, you fucked? the next day. Is that when you fucked him? No, they broke up oh. after like a few weeks. Um, and she wasn't like a close friend of mine, so I felt fine sleeping no, with fine. him. I mean, I'd already done it. It's fine. You split up a nice relationship. I was 19. There are no nice relationships. That's true. It was going to end. And when did you stop fucking him? When he started fucking someone else again? <laughs> it was a summer romance while I worked at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite YouTube video? <laughs> I think that's a good place to end. I don't Do you really have watch YouTube even? videos. I know, I know it's like so bad. Like, Can we play like a different game? No, it's what usually it- the only thing I do. So I'm the only <laughs> segment, really. Um, what about wow? Really ruined the whole segment. From, nothing from like when you're like 20 years ago. I don't know. Something. I watch a lot of YouTube videos about like doing makeup because I'm not good at it. But that's about it. Any fun? What did Ashley say? Tutorial? What was Ashley's favorite video? <laughs> what was Ashley's video? I can't remember. Do you remember? Yeah, it was the horse. The Oh, it was a horse that jumped over. But we had to cut about 25 minutes yeah, of her was, not knowing what her favorite was video so, was. I know. You're literally doing exactly what she did. You Letting know, everybody down. How about a pet? Like an animal video? No, I just don't watch YouTube. Like I, just, I, I do stuff in society. I don't know. Right, Can well. we pick like, you want to hear like my favorite soup? Like anything else? Okay, what's your favorite soup? We'll type it in. Broccoli cheese. Okay, let's see. I like music videos on YouTube. It's the only thing I ever. Okay, what for. music video? What's your favorite music video? I don't know. What's your Can favorite we just band? Like, pick, like I feel like I. What's my favorite band? What kind of people have like a favorite band? Do you have a one favorite band. What's your favorite song? I don't have a favorite song. I feel like this is tough for you. I guess we're just not gonna do a video here. Man, this is the first one. No video. No video. Well, no. I guess we'll type in broccoli cheese. Maybe something fun. Okay. Oh, here's a broccoli song. Let's see what this. Oh, oh, oh. the rap song. There's yeah. a rap song. Let's watch it. Broccoli. Let's watch it. It's a good song. You like to be my sunshine. You know my game. I have. I like Little Yachty. It's a great song. Okay, I might run out the Bahamas and then keep like 10 phones. Damn, I'm really never home. Do they ever say broccoli? These niggas clones trying to copy yeah. what I'm on. Like nigga, get your own. Trying to pick a nigga bone. Wait to brother skip, boy. Had a Are we allowed day. to do longer than five seconds of a song? I think you'll be okay. That's like a, that's like a way of saying you're not that important yet to get sued. If they, if they don't do some weird algorithm search, then you'll be Okay. My diamonds really fall. That's all the fighting we just, we just talk about. That's a fun way to end it. I mean, it's no like soup actually, but it's great. That's a good song. I'm going to get you soup it. for your birthday. When's your birthday? June 17th. When's your birthday? Uh, April 18th. What was the nicest gift anybody ever got you for your birthday? I talked about it the other day on a podcast. It was my brother threw me a 30th really? surprise party and we all went to... Uh, Medieval times, and he, everyone wore like costumes. That sounds so much fun. Was it amazing? Insane. We ended up getting in a fight. Uh, oh, it was in not a costume. No, 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 not with my brother. With like random people. It was unbe- unbelievable. With, did you guys joust in the ring? Pretty much. You got on horses and jousted. No, 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 no. We ended up getting in a fight on like Rivington Street with later, all in character. <laughs> it was insane. It's insane. You were just like a gang of medieval times people just fighting in the streets. Yeah. Who won? The other gang. No, no, no. We won, I think. No one really won. It was just everyone lost, I think. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. You know, we love having you on our show. You're the only guest that's ever done our show three times. And I've asked twice. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're also the only guest that's ever had the balls to ask more than once. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your all's favorite.
I think people like my episode. Oh, people love you. Um, Your episode is still one of my all-time favorite episodes. Like, I I have to pull the... I was driving, and I had to pull the car over. I was laughing so hard. I thought I was going to wreck the car. I still haven't even told that story on this podcast because it did so well on yours. I feel like... Which story? The the orgy. My orgy. Oh, it's so good. I know. I got to tell it. I got to tell all my bad cum stories. It'll come back. It will happen soon. Where can it, so they can find you? Girls got to eat. Girls got to podcast. One hungry Jew on Instagram. Um, our we're doing a lot of live shows this fall. They can find us at stupidliveshows.com. Hitting the road for the Midwest this week. Going to Detroit, Cleveland, Columbus, Pittsburgh. When's this come out? Uh, this will come out next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. So you're doing shows this week? This coming week. We leave on Saturday for Detroit on the 21st. Um, so by the time this comes out, we'll probably be mm. pretty much done with the shows. So when's your next tour? Um, in October. Okay. We're doing Charlotte, Atlanta, Charleston. A lot of these are probably already sold out. Their shows are incredible. You've been on stage at a bunch of our shows as well. I love it. You're really a huge part of the organization. I love it. It's we don't nice. do uh, guests on the show anymore. The I don't blame shows. you. I kind of told you guys that early on. It was the worst part of the shows. Yeah. By far. Like you, specifically. Mm-hmm. All right. I think uh, I think that's it. Okay. If you want to... <laughs> I, I think that's about time. It's your fault. Everything. What's my fault? Just everything. Just all the general. stuff? Yeah, all the stuff. I don't yeah. know. We've had some guests that were good, though. Like, Nikki was great. I think we're going to break. Should we go to break? <laughs> All right. Please find me at Andrew T. Collin on Instagram. And uh, yeah, go and follow uh, One Hungry Drew. Do you sigh upset like that at the end of every podcast? No, I like to say dopey fire at the end. Dopey fire? Oh, you'd say good puddles. Jackpot. Love you. Love you. Good night. Thank you for listening. By the way, we have merch. I got t-shirts, puddles, t-shirts. They're fucking awesome. You'll love them. Great material. 50-50, a cotton to a silk. I don't even know. They're great. You're going to love them. Go to RememberToBeHappy.com. That's two with a number. And you can buy the shirts there. And uh, support the podcast by buying the t-shirts, rocking the t-shirts. I guarantee you'll be dope lady firing them. So go buy them. Jackpot puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. You know, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now, come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. This episode of Puddles was recorded at Remember to Be Happy Studios. Production by Becky Rodriguez and Tanner Williams. That's Human Places, The Ease of Three, and Lil Kinky 69.